sharp dressed in his Irish t-shirt today. Oh, you, oh, wait a minute. Let me take my sweatshirt off. I got a better oh, one sweatshirt. Oh, oh, you got another oh, sweatshirt on? No, I've got something okay. even better than that. I'll, I'll get uh, to it at the first break. Please don't take your clothes off. Please don't. Just the sweatshirt. Leave them, leave them, just leave them on. Just the whole idea of it, Fred, is just... I don't know. I wish I could get I that thought just, out of my I, mind. I think I we just, just turned I, off all the yeah, listeners for the uh, just saying next decade. Just saying, just saying. I'm, that thought, that thought is not one I want to have. How you been, man? Uh, actually, pretty good, good. Uh, for the most part. I'm glad. A little you, wet today. Yeah, I was going to say glad you caught the ferry over here. Uh, uh, it was an arc. Yeah, uh, there's going to be two of me in the future. Two, oh. Now we've turned off the entire listening yeah, audience. Yeah, yeah. Really. <laughs> I don't want to get into the cloning or anything like that, especially on a Monday morning. You know, everybody's dragging around and and uh, you know for all well, the working stiffs. You know, the rest of us, it's just another Saturday. Uh, yeah. Well, for you, I'm, Saturday isn't even Saturday for me. Yeah. So okay, spent Sunday, the, whatever you know. Spent the day. Uh, Covering some volleyball down in Culver on Saturday. Uh, Triton was down there and unfortunately did not move on. So, um, they the last county team in the volleyball, yeah. Uh, everybody won football other than Plymouth. So, we've got uh, Plymouth looking forward to basketball now, right? Well, maybe. <laughs> now, time will tell. <laughs> yeah, time. It's a lot of, a lot of anticipation for yeah. basketball season. So, yeah. Well, baseball be here right around the corner. Yeah, it will be. It will be like around the corner, around the yearly corner. Once the, once the snow quits flying. Yeah. yeah no. <laughs> Well, <laughs> well, the snow will yeah. still be flying during baseball season. Yeah, I under, yeah, I get it. Uh, yeah. yeah, we had a couple last year where it was. Oh, hey, speaking God. of that, uh, we finished fall ball up Saturday. You, you this, finished? This coming Saturday. This coming Saturday. Yeah, we got a couple travel teams coming in, weather permitting. Um, and uh, we're going to play at 10. Uh, they play each other at noon, and uh, we play at two, and then we take down the the wind uh, the wind fences for the winter and pack everything up, and we wait till the kids come back in January, and then we start inside in the lightplex. So you know how that works. You've been you've been through been that. through that more than once. Yeah. So number of years. I noticed they had a, another new baseball coach out there. Was out uh, there. Yeah, little Woody, uh, uh, John Woodruff's kid, uh, took a job in, I believe, Dodge City, yeah, Kansas, as, a, as an as a assistant AD out there. I understand. I think the baseball coach is really good there, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, he he's was been there the a long time. last year. Bickle's the guy's name. Lee no, Bickle. oh no, Bickle. But but Lil Woody took oh, was the head okay. coach. Oh, it, he's at oh, he's in Dodge. Dodge he's oh, in yeah. Dodge City. Yeah, the base. Yeah. I think the baseball coach down yeah. there is really really. Oh, we played them. Have you? Yeah, yeah. Good program. Yeah, they, they are. Long time good program. Yeah, yeah. They're 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 not on the level. Of, God, who is in Texas? Um, basically, it's a pro factory, and there's another one. 
trying to remember two of them that are basically just kids go there because they well let's be honest couldn't get it don't don't want to or couldn't get into a four-year school they get a little bit of a relaxation on the academic end of it a chance to repair their credit so to speak yeah i get it something else yeah and and uh, get and and there's probably plenty baseball scouts oh yeah for what for the what the program they run are in there looking yeah and most of well if you get deep in a tournament yeah that that's where uh-huh. you that's where you get people looking at you. But but you know I tell you something, there are diamonds in the rough, right? Uh, players that get knocked out because there's only one or two really good players on the team, and they don't go anywhere. And a lot of times, you if you're recruiting, that's a nice spot to to look. Yeah, I know that. Uh, um, <sighs> I just lost my train of thought completely. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm totally blank right now. Is that right? Yeah. I, it gets I worse was, the older I, you get. I had something, and then I, it's just completely gone. Completely gone. I have no clue. So. Uh, anyway, we, we do finish oh, up. I uh, remember. The first time I was at... Uh, uh, first year I was at Ansel, I went to one of the basketball games yeah. and, and sat next to Gene. Yeah, and there, at the table. That's where I always sit. Well, I we sit were up. sitting in the stands. Oh, okay. Um, and so uh, it was when they were still playing at uh, Oregon Davis. Okay. And um, sat up in the stands, and I was sitting next to him, and there was this kid from Lansing, who, good lord, was he good! I mean, when he was on the floor, he was the, floor. the game. He okay. anything he wanted to do, he did. If he wanted to steal the ball, he stole it. If he wanted to dunk it, he dunked it. If he wanted to, I mean, he was unbelievable. And but, I, I looked at Gene. I said, "How does a guy like that end up at, at Lansing?" And he looks at me. It was grades. That's all. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, you know, and and that's what I mean. They go to the the JUCO to to repair their credit, so to speak. Well, to they get had the a good. They had a good up. time in high school, and uh, yeah. you know, well, and, then, uh, come on, yeah, a kid that good in high school. He doesn't have to go to class. He doesn't yeah. have to do anything he don't well, want to do. Unfortunately, the real world catches up to him. Exactly. That's and you're not helping anybody. No, like you're not that. because all you're doing is pushing off the day of reckoning on these kids. You're telling them that normal rules don't apply to them because they can shoot a basketball, yeah, or hit a baseball or whatever, or throw a ball a hundred miles yeah. an hour. You know, telling them ninety-five anyway that yeah. they're special and rules don't apply yeah. to them because they have athletic talent. And then when the world comes in and they have to go out and actually produce, find a job or something, do something yeah. it it's a disaster yeah you better you better hope the old boy network of wherever they went uh um at least gets their foot in the door somewhere yeah i'm just i, I know that everybody is mad at coaches as well he's too hard on them well it's because he knows what's going to happen if he isn't yeah correct absolutely <laughs> correct. bottom line on that one yeah i uh, uh who is it uh was it uh, Marion or Anderson that had a – well, was it Marion that had the two uh, All-State guys uh, a long time ago? Well, Marion had a ton of them. Yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. They had two Mr. Basketballs that in a row, was I that. think. Well, they had, they had one that uh, he ended up working for the city of Marion. He went to co- – he played right. college ball. Yeah. You know, couldn't get a job anywhere, came back, worked for the city of Marion. He was running on the garbage truck. And I'm not being disrespectful no. to anybody like that. But here's a guy that had talent all over the place, and you know, 
But eventually he has to find a, a real job. Yeah, exactly. You and know. and yeah. I'm sure, you know, I, well, I don't want to say I'm sure because, uh, but uh, 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 Bill, well, I'm not even going to go with that either. See, even, even pros have to find a real job yeah. eventually. I mean, it's a little easier. Well, unless, they can, in, in, unless they've been lucky. And invested well. Invested, like just that. invested, yeah. But they got to, I mean, every everybody one day is going to. Have, have to, to find, find a, a revenue, a new revenue a stream. Yeah, way to make money. So, yep. you know, I yep. don't know. Anyway, not everybody can sign their baseball cards at uh, you know, and show up and shake hands and I'm, get pictures taken. I'm not gonna say what I was. The first thing that went to my mind was something. That, first thing that went to my mind was, and then after you sign that, they <clears throat> autograph, show up at their hotel room and try to rob them of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I get that one too. OJ, yep. Want some OJ for breakfast? I just no, I don't do that right. anymore. All right, what rob people? Uh, <laughs> no, I don't do that. I don't think I've ever done that. It's just, just saying. Uh, did you get to the senior expo? <sighs> no. Well, you know, you're getting to that age. Now. I'm more than that age. I have been that age. Well. I made a trip over uh, Saturday night. I was at uh, the Legion for the first time in a long time, and uh, they had a fundraiser for I Corey Wagner. They re renovated that place. Really it looks nicely. nice inside. Yeah, yeah it's for, like I said, it's been it's been pre-COVID. The last time I was I was in there for wedding reception for somebody, and that's been quite a, it's been a while ago. Yeah, and uh, so anyway, it looked pretty nice in there, and I was in for. Uh, fundraiser for tori tori wagner mm -hmm. and uh i played you know i've known her mom and dad forever and ever and ever uh so i popped in there and uh um ran into somebody who had uh, worked the 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 senior expo right and i asked him i said you know it looked a little you know we got talking about it and i said it um it looked a little smaller this year and, oh yeah it was you know we didn't have the you know, the, the dinner, and you got a box lunch oh, yeah. as you were yeah. walking out the yeah. door and stuff. And she said, no. And I said, well, I didn't see as many vendors in there either. You know, because I knew a couple of them that had been had always had a, a booth in there that weren't there. It didn't take as long. And I, I don't get there first thing in the morning. I, I get there about 10, 30 or 11. You know, it's starting to thin out by then. Yeah, you're right. Um, so, but uh, I went in and got uh, my COVID booster Your booster in one arm and a flu shot in the other and friday i slept about oh off and on probably about 16 or 17 hours wish from I from that. from from friday about five o'clock to about 11 o'clock saturday morning oh there was some breaks in the action but uh but I, I think i got up and finally went to bed about four in the morning i got i got out of my my, my chair you know oh yeah you know, went to bed at four well you know you know the, the, when you're when you're a kid, you have a security blanket, you know, yeah. or a stuffed animal or something. Right. When you get old, it's your chair I, or your recliner or whatever. You know, you've got that spot that's your comfort spot. I don't have one. Never have. Uh, you will. You will at some point. In your, I don't you know, have a chair. You got it's one mine. now. Well, I'm sitting. Yeah. I get, Maybe well, that's I your get, comfort chair. This is my comfort yeah. chair. I think you're right. I think you hit it. I should stop complaining. I do have a comfort chair. All you right need is a remote control in your right hand, and you know, and you've got it made. Got a mouse. Does that count? Yeah. 
It's a mouse. It doesn't have a tail. No. No, it's a it's a tailless mouse. Doesn't eat does cheese. Does, doesn't eat cheese. Does no, it? No, it's pretty oh, uh, pretty easy to take care of. Just need. Kathy batteries. doesn't want to jump up on top of the table or something when she sees the mouse. No, does she? Because I have control of it. It's she. Not going she's okay. Well. Okay, yeah. all right. She get along okay now. Uh, yes. Great. She's been in a couple of times. Oh. Uh, I know that she's planning on being here tomorrow. So, really? Yeah. Wow. Is she back in the fold then tomorrow or uh, just tomorrow? She's going to be back in the uh, back in the saddle again. Really? Yeah, that tomorrow. didn't take very long. Now, I don't it? know if it, there's going to be more than once this week. but uh, Oh, I thought she – that's what no. I was going to ask you. Just for, for sure tomorrow. And right then, now, then it's just going to be how do I feel. And I get it. So to, she's going to give it a try on, on well, Tuesday. Welcome back, or should I wait till tomorrow when she's here? Yeah, you can wait till tomorrow. You can say, I don't know, say it now. Yeah. You're not going to be here. Welcome tomorrow. back. Uh, so yeah, she'll be uh, she'll be in that chair right there tomorrow. Oh, her comfort chair. Yeah, this is that's her stool. Chair. Her comfort yeah. stool. See, that's going to be the problem. She's going to have to climb into that stool so we're gonna probably have to figure out something. these go up and down no oh well jim could build her a little platform she could what? step up on and then slide into it i'm Quick. sure i when was gonna the, say when you yeah, shut the door yeah, before jim I, hears yeah, that and comes gonna, back here it's gonna say that probably brought a smile to someone's face uh probably not <laughs> jim's <laughs> no yeah probably not Oh man, um, I just got a text to show here. Somebody sent me a picture of their rain gauge. Six three, inches, three, three, three inches. Doesn't surprise me. It was raining hard enough last night that it, it dumped last night, yeah. and it's been running raining steady. Uh, according to the uh, the morning uh, weather prognosticators on uh, uh, Channel Twenty Two. Uh, the chief meteorologist now on channel. Oh yeah, the too. chief uh, yeah. meteorologist. It's uh, supposed to not start really over till about seven or eight tonight. It's still going to get. We may have a few spots where it doesn't rain in, but it's. Uh, we've got some more coming through yet, but not like last night. Uh, one of the, speaking of that, one of the guys in the uh, Skywarn outfit with it's a ham operator in out of Elkhart County. Uh, called me last night and said, uh, do you have any Skywarn operators, you know, down here? And I said, no, they're just trying to get one set up right now. They're, they're in the process of setting up for storms. And, uh, he said, well, I've got, or he said, uh, WSBT's, he has their app on and they had two, uh, um, uh, revolving, uh, um, uh, not necessarily funnel clouds, but the setup yeah, for right. Rochester. Sure. In Rochester, and I guess one down around Winnemac last night. You know, I'm looking. It's geez, it's almost November. You know, it's it's not 90 degrees out or 80 right. degrees. Yeah, I was a little surprised, but uh, oh, we had a thunderstorm up here. Yeah, well, they they got soaked down there too. I I sent a text message down to a friend of mine down there and uh, another former PHS graduate and said, hey. Uh, uh, this is what's going on in case you don't know it. You know it. You right, know? yeah. And uh, you may have a tornado alarm go off or siren go off. And, uh, okay, thanks. And uh, Well, did you, did you watch any of the game last night, football game? Uh, the Colts game? Yeah. 
uh, very little bits and pieces. I watched as much of that as I watched of uh, the Bears in the afternoon, oh, which was very God. little. Uh, and uh, I caught uh, about as much of the IU game on Saturday. I would tune it over to yeah. catch the score and then move on to something else. Yeah, Disappointing uh, weekend. Matter of fact, the Untouchables were running yesterday, and I watched more of them than I did the Bears. A lot more of them than I did the Bears. But last night, um, and then I heard on the news, national news this morning, what did they call it? A rain bomb or something? It was just that it it damn it. It was just this enormous amount. I don't know what they call so it. San Francisco, it a, right? Yeah, but it rains out there anyway. But I mean, I mean you know, this was like a major uh, weather gull, event. A gully washer. Yeah, and oh. and so yeah. I forget what they called it. It had a name. <sighs> but anyway, it was on our national news. I'm like, they played a football game and something like that. I guess cars I, were destroyed, houses were. I mean, I don't. I flipped over there really uh, in the second half to see what the score was, and uh, I could just see it pouring. I yeah. mean, and they they showed where the, you could see it up in the lights. I mean, it was just yeah. really coming down hard. Well, I guess the the boys earned their money. Down on the field that night. I don't know. That was just uh, when I, I heard that. I'm like, "What the word?" And here somebody just texted. Well, there's uh, no lightning, you know. I mean, I guess Channel 16 said Argus had six inches. So, well, well see, and evidently it was worse that direction because you said the they had stuff. Had yeah. Thing. So yeah, I don't know. It's uh, it's wet. Yes, it is. I have water standing in my side yard, so <laughs> I don't know if that's a good thing. He says, not in my basement this time. Good for you. You don't have to spend $100,000 on appliances. Uh, we're, still, <laughs> we're, still going, we're still going to the coin op, by the way. Oh, good for I don't, you. I don't mind that. I just go in, you know, in an hour and a half or two hours, I've got everything done and it's put away. And I don't have to go up and down the stairs. I don't have to, you know, so the at stairs? some point in time, and, you know, at some point in time, I'm just going to throw in the towel and you know but um stairs the problem these days no not really but no but it's just one more you know <laughs> you, need to, you need to get some exercise man you're gonna i am i'm doing jaw aerobics right now you say you got your chair and you don't want to go up I, downstairs i'm doing and... i'm doing uh i'm doing jaw aerobics okay i'm I raising don't... i'm doing it fast enough my blood pressure i'm getting my you know i'm getting my uh Raise your heart rate. Absolutely. All right. Well, good for you, I guess. I don't know. Maybe I could start cutting some videos and stuff on jaw aerobics and make a fortune. Get you on YouTube. You have your own channel. Uh, speaking of YouTube, um, the we're going to attempt to uh, YouTube our games on Saturday. Oh, okay. And uh, the, I got the idea from the... Lake Michigan coach, they she put a camera up last year and and uh, talked to her a little bit about it, and she had, they had a hot spot. And uh, I we're going to attempt uh, attempt it and see how it works. Uh, of course, it's all weather permitting, and uh, um, I've had some help. One of the girls at place uh, um, is helping. She's basically the I call her I call her the John Ford of uh, of. Uh, of our uh, our, our uh, YouTube cast, she doesn't know who John Ford is or was. 
And then uh, most one, of us don't. One of my, one Fred. of my, one, one of my. Uh, well, she would probably wouldn't even know who Steven Spielberg was if I said that either. So uh, anyway, uh, one of my one of my uh, kids' friends, uh, Sam Powers, they graduated together. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has uh, given me some advice on how to circumvent uh, a couple of the issues we ran into on YouTube. Oh yeah! In order to podcast, they want a uh, a thousand viewers to live stream. Right. Well, we don't have a thousand viewers. Well, you know, we're just getting yeah. set up. But there's a way of downloading an app, a, a different app, right? That you can go into that will live feed it into YouTube. So we just circumvent the whole deal. Sure. And yeah. Somebody's probably made some money on the app, you know, and well, maybe it's maybe YouTube's getting a cut off of it. For all I know, I, I don't well. know. But we're going to attempt it anyway and see how it works. And then if that's the case, uh, we've, uh, I think we're going to do that next year. I bought a, uh, I bought a uh, Sam, Samsung, a uh, little, uh, like a Kindle, little tablet thing. Yeah, and we're sure. going to do it with that. So just see, you know, what's going on. We can do something. Um, I'm sure your parents will appreciate that Grand- grandparents probably will yeah. you know because they don't have you want to have to sit out in the cold and stuff yeah i don't know that much about it and it, i figured if they can do it we can try it too so you know if uh, uh sometimes on the weekend especially if it's a home game you'll get a, some pretty nice crowd of parents out there yeah weekdays you know what i'm talking about oh yeah they, they, yeah even the students are in class you literally are playing by yourself well <laughs> Yeah, you know, we don't start, what is it, 3 o'clock? Well, we start about 1, 1 or 2. On fri- on, well, during the well week. if it's Tuesdays, I think it's a 3 o'clock game. Fridays, Fridays and Saturdays might both be 1. I can't remember what was last year. You're, uh, you start later, though. We, we have to start early. Baseball games are a lot longer than softball yeah. games. Well, girls just know how to get stuff done quicker. Well, evidently, because the softball games run half the half the length. We of had a, a uh, we had an hour and five minute game last year one time. Doesn't surprise me. Well, I've seen some two and a half and two and three, you know, two hours and forty five minute games too. You know, which are like you know. And you on. know, back in the day, I remember when my dad was still AD, he had. Uh, a problem. We had problems finding umpires for baseball. Anyway, it was always extremely yeah. hard because we're in that area where the association wasn't that big for baseball. Now in Fort Wayne it was, yeah. and in the in Lake County it was. But you those guys to, don't. You couldn't wanna, get on to Culver and get Bob Healy out and get him up there. Those guys didn't want to drive over, the, and there weren't enough guys in South Bend to cover all the games. So didn't want to uh, drive over, and it wasn't worth it for right. him to drive. You exactly. Know, yeah, I get it. And so you know, not only did we pay better than anybody because he wanted to make sure nobody that people yeah. wanted to work, but the problem he ran into was a lot of guys weren't doing baseball anymore. Yeah. Because they could do softball for the same amount of money and half the time. Yeah. I mean, they were in and out of there well, you know, a lot I, less time. I, I remember, uh, I remember playing uh, uh, a couple forty-five minute games yeah. in my day. I mean, we were, you know, boom. If somebody's on and throwing strikes, and your hitters are always putting the ball in play. I mean, it is well, a quick, if you, if you quick got game. if you've got two pitchers that don't waste a lot of time, yeah, and just you know. The Fergie Jenkins types give me the ball and I'm throwing it, you right. know, and and uh, and you hustle in and hustle off, you know. I mean, you could it could be a six to five game and still get over with right. pretty quick. 
faster than a six to five baseball game. Oh, much, oh, much, yeah. much, much, much faster. Yeah. So a lot of guys weren't up in baseball yeah. anymore. They went to softball because yeah. they got the same money for oh, a I get lot it. less hours. Oh, I get it. Yeah, you know, and the drive's the same. Yeah, and you don't take as much abuse. Uh, <laughs> in those days, baby. It, well, I tell you what, some of the some of the uh, softball parents uh, in high school, I've uh, as I've sat and watched uh, high school girls play, you know, and looking at other yeah. players. Oh my! I mean, yeah. we have a lot of uh, we have a lot of experts in the stands. Oh yeah, and I know uh, uh, I know that. He and I and I just when they start talking about something, I'm sitting there. I I, I was like, where and where did you hear that yeah. at? You know. Yeah. I know. Dad looked at me in the dugout every now and then and said, "You know, the biggest mistake we ever made was putting those seats behind the plate." <laughs> well, maybe for the umpires. Yeah, because uh, yeah. <laughs> All, well, of a sudden, I gotta, all of a sudden, you were looking at it from an angle where you, well, in, in your mind, you're seeing it much better than the guy on the field. So I remember going up and <laughs> I remember going up and watching Notre Dame play uh, softball before they built the new the new stadium, the Melissa Cook Stadium, and you could stand behind the screen. Right. And I'm sitting back here, you know, standing back here because I always like to watch the I'm I'm I like to watch the ball coming in yeah. to the plate. Right. And uh I'm sitting there and I'm with there's some, I don't know, four or five other people, six people back there. And um I knew the umpire, unfortunately, he was from Terre Haute and was <laughs> I never thought he was very good and uh he was the commissioner's State commissioner's buddy, so he always got yeah. all the choice games. There you go. But anyway, he was he was doing the Notre Dame game, and man, I was sitting back there calling. You know, I knew what the girl threw. I'm calling every pitch before she throws it, and uh, evidently, you know, and I'm telling the talking to the people with me, and I'm calling it. And the next thing I know, this the umpire turns around and says, "You guys all got to get out because you heard me." Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I got in trouble one time too, not for that. Um, it was during a game. And I had a guy who who seemed to be outside every, and every, and I his foot was where I thought it should be, so I just ran down the line there just to watch a couple of pitches, see if his shoulder was flying open. Oh, and I got back there, and you know, but you can't be. I mean, he was pissed at me. So man, I'm sorry, I didn't even think about that because yeah. he thought I was going to go back there and watch. I w- paid no attention. Oh, you to were the call. was I was wanted your, to look your at my, team. Oh, yeah. your player. I wanted to look oh, at I, my player. I, yeah, you're not supposed to be back there, no. but I tend to. Uh, <laughs> I tend to, the the porta potty is. Uh, I have to walk from our dugout to the oh, porta potty, yeah. and yeah. it's. It's like, you know, on the way. So I kind of might chat with one of the parents for a minute or two as I'm as I'm glancing, you know, to see what's going on. See, oh, I, yeah. I didn't even think about it that way. I, oh. just wanted, I just wanted to see if his shoulder was flying open. I had, didn't care about the, the ball strike call. And yeah. he's like, you need to get out of there right now yeah. or you're going to be going home. I'm like, dude, I'm sorry. I didn't even think about yeah. it. I, I'm sorry. I, so I, I, got, uh, I got in trouble at uh, – at, uh, Newton Park. It's been uh, a number of years ago. I went up and watched Plymouth play softball. They they weren't that good, but they you know they were okay. And they, I think they played uh, St. Joe. St. Joe went down to the state finals that year. Yeah, and they were good. And their first two batters were slappers, mm-hmm. and their front foot was was six inches out of the box right. in front. And I'm all you know. I I see this. 
a couple times, and I'm yelling at the home plate umpire, you know, and I'm yelling, she's out of the box. And you're not even a coach or a parent. No, man. I'm just what, si- I'm sitting in the, the bottom row, and I mean, every time about the third time these girls come up, you know, and they, I mean, their whole foot was out of the box, and he wouldn't even look. You know, and I kept yelling at him every day, hey, she's out of the box. You know, she's out of the box. So finally, which I almost wrote the IHSA on this guy, simply because it wasn't because of that. It was because after the inning was over with, about the third inning, he comes over to me and said, that box goes, you know, do you, he said, do you know how big that the batter's box is? I said, yeah. It goes from from the front of the plate. It goes out this many inches. Her foot is this many inches out. And I said, these are the dimensions of the box. I quoted them to him. And the guy should have never, ever, ever come over and said a word to me. That's what I would have, was going to write the ITSA about. Oh, no, I, you're I, on him that much. I, I was he, on him. Yeah. You know, I was on And the, <laughs> the funny part was one of the, one of the guys I, I, I knew from playing ball years ago was sitting behind the, the stands because his daughter played for St. Joe. Right. And he catches me after the game. He, he was like, he saw me and he said, yeah, he says, I heard you down there. He's laughing. He says, yeah, she's been out of the box the whole year. And you know what? They won the sectional. They were going to beat Plymouth anyway. I mean, it's just just a minute. They had talent out the game. Right. But the first two batters set the, set their whole stage up for the rest of the team getting on. Well, they, they win the sectional. They go down to play in the regional, do the same thing the regional win. They get to the state finals. Their first two batters were called out for being out of the box six times. Well... <laughs> There you go. <laughs> you know, and far as I'm concerned, that should have been corrected by the coaching staff a long time before that. Well, it, it probably cost them a state title. It's gamesmanship. Oh, uh, gamesmanship. Yeah. Come on. Well, until you get, and then you know, and I'm sure the first time, I'm sure the first time he called it, the, the coach was out all over. Oh yeah, I'm sure. You know, I would have been. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Gamesmanship. Come uh, on. Come on. It's gamesmanship. No. <laughs> You're outsmarting the game. That's what happened. Hey, we have somebody. Do we have a do we have a guest in? Yeah, we do have a guest in. We have a special guest in. <clears throat> Why don't we uh You know we, this guy? Um we've run across each other once or twice. I, I, I remember him yeah. when he was much younger than he is. I <laughs> He uh, he's one of my old teammates yeah. from way back at one time. He used to have a head of hair too. Yeah, I still do. You want, you want me to, next time I get a haircut? You want me to save you some? Uh, save you some. Oh man! Yeah. Uh, why don't we take a, take a, a break, song. play take a, song. a song, man, play a song. and then when we come back, we'll have Steve Kaiser in. So uh, what what, do you, what are we going for here? Are we going for artists? Or are we going for? Uh, yeah, we're going for artists. Okay, now. Uh, if you know the artist that is singing this song, it is a classic. One of the Very great so. songs of all time. Okay, um, If you know the artist that is singing this, give us a call and you will win the joy of being right. Uh, that's your prize. You get to be right. So uh, 936-4096 is a number to call. We'll, we'll give them some raindrops. How's that? How yeah, about you, a bucket you, full you, of raindrops? Have a, we've got a couple of buckets. Imaginary full. bucket full of raindrops. <clears throat> so that's the prize for this. So anyway, um, here it is. If you know the artist, 936-4096. 
got a winner uh caller i need your first name i think or have i not got the uh oh all right let's see caller you're on the air hello yeah yeah uh need your first name dan dan okay dan who is this who is singing that song gc riley Ooh, no i'm sorry no okay thanks Dan didn't have it. Oh. Oh. You got another one on the line? Not right now, but wh- why don't we just tell people? How's that? All right. Um, we're going to tell you who it was. It was... The late. The late. The late. Janis Joplin. Dusty. No, it wasn't Janis Joplin oh. either. I no. know a lot of people. That, that's the one no, everybody it guesses. It, it wasn't... Because uh, she it, sounds it, a lot like Janis Joplin. She's got the throaty, yeah, throaty sound. Yeah, she does. But not as deep as Janis no. Uh, you want to give it, or you uh, want to? It's the late Dusty Springfield. Dusty Springfield. Uh, been and, a long uh, time. I uh, listened to a show on the radio. They were talking about that album that that song yeah. is on is one of the great albums of all time that nobody's ever heard of. Uh, the songs are fantastic. Uh, she was fan- she was fantastic. Yeah, she really was. And so, uh, yeah, that's Dusty Springfield. So anyway, um, hey, I stumped the band. You as, did. As, as, uh, Johnny Carson used to do. Dan, you can you can get get better luck on this though, because we're going to give something away. So Dan, now that you know the number, make sure you call it now. Hope we you have on uh, speed dial. We, yeah, I hope you uh, hope you have it on beat, speed dial nine three six four zero nine six. I've got a scratch off. Are those regular dice? No, these are the devil dice. Okay, it's it's Halloween. I know. Well, so that's why I've got my Halloween yeah. shirt on. Yeah, I know, and I I was not going to tell people you actually took clothes off, but he did. <laughs> I still have them. I'm still well covered. He pays no attention to me whatsoever. But, yeah, he does have a T-shirt on underneath. It's kind of cool. So um, we are going to give this scratch up. Now, if you want to scratch off in the last six months, you or somebody in your family, please give other people a shot. Dan, you're eligible, so call us back. Uh, 936-4096, caller 5. Caller number 5. Going to get a scratch off from the Hoosier Lottery. So uh, start dialing. Imagine there's a notepad in front of you. 
If you were to write down a single word that described your relationship with your family doctor, what would it be? How about this one? Confidence. Nothing's more important than having confidence in your doctor. And confidence is what the doctors in St. Joseph Physician Network inspire. It begins with knowledge and experience. Our physicians have received the highest level of medical education and demonstrated their excellence through residencies at prestigious healthcare facilities. But great doctors are also people with a genuine understanding of what their patients are going through, communicating frequently, openly, sincerely. Real people who care about the communities they serve and always have their patients' interests at heart. The more you know about St. Joseph Network Physicians, the more you'll feel that confidence. So we invite you to learn more by visiting stjoedocs.com, stjoedocs.com. Write that down, right next to the word confidence. Are you looking for a new hauler for trash removal? When you choose Apex Waste, there's no long-term contracts, no hidden fees, no taxes, and no hidden cost. What they say is what you pay. Apex Waste is not only a local, family-owned and operated company, but a company dedicated to reliable, friendly service, meeting and exceeding expectations. Call Apex Waste at 574-896-APEX. That's 574-896-2739. WTCA. I love you, love you, love you. Awesome, I am so excited. Your hometown station. FM 106.1 and AM 1050. Feel good radio station. Tune to FM 106.1 and AM 1050 WTCA in Plymouth, Indiana. And what's your opinion? Phone lines are open at 574-936-4096. So call now and join the fun. Now here's Kathy and Rusty. Kind of in a blues mood on a Monday. Uh, does he have a walk-up song? Well, okay, hit me with that now after we start. Oh. Thank you for that. You think I'd just pull those out of the air? <laughs> well, it's better than pull them out of somewhere else. I know. I know. That's where I was going, and, but and, I was trying not and, to, and, you know, the sun, and, and to the, go there. And, and, the, you, and the sun's oh. not shining today, you know. Steve, I... You see what I got to work with. Here. I know. It's just. I, he ain't much, but it's all you got. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've heard that quote before. As a matter of fact, I've always I've used that quote a few times. That's right. Uh, I've, that's walked, right. I've walked out to the mound when they're getting shelled and said, you know, you ain't much, but you're all we got. Oh, so, yeah. You ever see the videos of that coach that goes out there? Is it, you ever thought about football? Because <laughs> you aren't a pitcher. Hey, uh, did your mother really make you this DNA deprived of having no athletic talent? You know, stuff like that when he goes out to my oh, Try that. Oh, he, I think he I will. He could pitch. Yeah. Softball. Oh, yeah, I know. I will. I'll I know. Do. We hear about that all the time. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, anyway. 
struck out Willie Mays or something like that. <laughs> no, um, no, 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 no. Stacy is our winner. Stacy, thank you for uh, playing our game. And we've got a couple more songs coming up. Obviously, the rainwater is not a big uh, prize good, giveaway, but it's a, it's a good day to you know just kind of hang out and listen to some jams. There and, you go. Uh, you know, just. Um, it's also a good day. We need to talk about warm up Marshall County. The coat drive. Steve's here for that. Is twenty three years. Twenty three years. Yep. Wow, that's a long time. Yes, it is. Well, tell a story about how you came up with this. I'm sure there's somebody that that doesn't know how this all started. Oh yeah, it was twenty three years ago. I was obviously working for Oliver Ford and just on the way to to work and just spotted a couple of kids on the corner. Day a little bit even chillier than this, right? And no coats on that. Yeah, I've heard about other communities doing something like this, and so I approached Jack Oliver, and he said, "Make it happen." Yeah, I'll stand behind it. Tell me what you need, and we'll put it together. Oh. And here it is, twenty three years later. Twenty three years later, and about eighteen thousand coats later. Um, I was just just getting ready to ask you how many coats. Do yeah, you think we. You I think we crossed the eighteen thousand coat mark last week wow. last year. So in a county of forty seven thousand people yeah. over the years, yeah. you know. That's a that's, lot of coats. That's a lot of coats. No, it's been good. And in, in, in the last two or three years, uh, with the support of a lot of people I'm going to mention here to give them a shout-out, uh, we're able to buy brand-new kid coats. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, last year, we bought about 200 and 250, and this year, I think we should be able to buy close to 300 or maybe 350. Wow. Um, you know, a lot of these kids never had a new coat. Right. Um, yeah. So it's uh, we used to go into Walmart about three or four days before the drive, uh, the handout, and uh, we cleaned the shelves. I mean, yeah. we when we take three, four hundred coats out of there, it's a lot. But uh, it, it's amazing to see some of the uh, the kids and um, the parents' eyes when they get to try on that first brand new coat they'd ever sure. had. It, uh, and they come with caps and gloves and things like that. So it's pretty pretty rewarding. That's yeah. atmosphere, and all it's all due to this community. I mean, I've lived here all my life, and this community is incredible. Yeah. I mean, I just got a call this morning from St. Michael's. They want to help uh, collect coats. They want to help volunteer. Um, just people keep volunteering, right. keep stepping up, and that's what makes this whole thing work. You know, it's a community. It's a community event. It's not just Oliver Ford and right. me. It's a community, and, and um, you know, if you don't have a community support, that doesn't work. Well, especially an undertaking <clears throat> like this, that takes a lot of people to do what oh, you're yeah. going to do. Yeah, each year it gets a little more, a little bigger, but you got to do a lot of planning. You got to pick dates. Uh, Got to arrange for the armory and make sure that those plate, the you know, distribution points are ready. And uh, a lot of advertising, a lot of thing goes goes into it. And um, I'm pretty busy now between now and the weekend before Thanksgiving. So, and usually after after the drive's over, it's like, ah, okay. <laughs> but, you know, time it's flies. A lot of work. Yeah, it is. Um, but it's and well worth it. So the collection starts today. Is yes. that right? Yeah, today. Okay. We normally have a nice big white van out there, so right now we have a little white Echo Sport. Uh, due to the, the ship shortage and the vehicle shortage, uh, we'll have to improvise a little bit here. Uh, we're hoping to have a van that, that arrives soon from the factory we can use like normal, but uh, but there's something out there. There's a vehicle right. out there. It's got yeah. the signs on it. Um, today I'll be picking up the boxes from today or tomorrow from UPS, and I'll be bringing boxes around to all the all the great community supporters that are uh, an actual coat drop. Right. So, uh, But... Uh, It'll come together like it always does. So every year, somebody surprises me and comes through with something else. So, I, I tell you, you, you guys got it. It's hard to get automobiles right now. Oh, it? yeah. I mean, you can't get help. You can't get cars. No. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Nobody wants to work. And we have, I think we have six or seven new cars in lot. So, uh, yeah. I, I got thinking, what am I going to do for a van this year? Yeah. So, so we're, we're improvising. You, you, you can't get a, a 
semi container because you don't have any of those either. No, no, can't, can't find a driver to get it here. So, yeah. oh man, yeah. well, we'll make do, man. That's It'll happen. Always do. Um, so it's uh, today through when's the last day they can? Uh, we're collecting today to the November seventeenth. Okay. Um, and then the coat distribution will be at the Army National Guard on Madison Street over there, like always. Uh, Saturday, November twentieth, from uh, ten to noon, and then Sunday, November twenty-first, from noon to two. Okay. And uh, I do oh, every year. I say, guys, folks, come early. Uh, yeah. Come on Saturday. Yeah. Uh, so many times I see that Saturday. The, I mean, we'll blow through three, four, five, six hundred coats on Saturday, and there's not a great deal left on Sunday. That, you know, there's you know sizes are limited. So. Right. I, I always recommend to try to get there on Saturday. Uh, we always enter now through the uh, the back door, which would be the uh, the north door of the armory mm-hmm. on the on the west side. So that then, goes into the gym, right? Yeah, yeah, it's in the gymnasium, and then uh, and then they can exit out the the uh, the actually the east door. So um, last year we asked people to mask up. Um, we're just asking this year for, for common sense. Um, please, if if somebody's COVID positive or somebody in their family is and they've been in contact. Send somebody else. Right. Um, but I encourage anybody who wants to bring a mask, we'll have masks there for them. Mm-hmm. Um, but we try to keep things separated. Uh, you know, every year it seemed like it's kind of cold and rainy or cold and snowy, but we can only let so many people in a time to keep these people separated. So, yeah. um, but I always tell people, you know, take what you need. Um, it's not a garage sale. Uh, right, yeah. Come in and, and, and hopefully bring your kids so we can make sure the volunteers can find a coat that's going to fit. Um, we'll let 10, 12 in at a time. We'll keep them, keep them uh, distance as best we can. Um, but uh, it made it a little complicated last year. But this year, it's still complicated. But we always make it work. We have great volunteers. Right. And are, you, are you still looking for volunteers, just out of curiosity? Or are you pretty well full now? Well, I, I tell you, I don't, uh, the, um, is it too early to tell? It's too early to tell right now. <laughs> okay. um, I get it. But the uh, uh, Who's Your Old Wheels, they always donate the hats and stuff. And then the... Um, uh, the guys from the American Legion um, and the, um, let's see here, Indiana, uh, DAV of Indiana, they're always okay. there for me every year. And um, so they, the same crew shows up, and they kind of know the routine and how it works. And um, But, you know, anybody wants to help out, I mean, I know Corp, uh, Sergeant First Class Boyd and his wife, who uh, runs the Army now, he came down and his wife, and they helped out. Right. So, um, people are getting behind this. And yeah. It's only a couple hours for two days. Right. You know, so. Uh, and I'm sure you can find something for them to do if they want oh, to yeah. volunteer. Oh, yeah. Um, now, what, so far as the donations go, if somebody wants to donate, what are you, what are you looking for? Looking for, you know, slightly used um, uh, clean coats. Um, if you've got a coat that needs dry cleaning or a coat that needs a washing machine, throw it in the washing machine. Yeah. Um, not looking for something that's got no zippers left and stuff like that, but something you'd let somebody else in your family wear. Right. Um, any size, kids or adults, you know, men or women, um, bring them in there. Uh, the coat drop-off besides Oliver Ford is uh, obviously here at WTCA, your guys' support. Right. Uh, Beacon Credit Union, Bellman Oil, the BP, the BP gas station down at the Four Corners, uh, First Source Bank, uh, obviously WTCA, Oliver Ford, the Pilot News, uh, Dr. Joel Schumacher in Family Medicine, and um, also, uh, obviously, Oliver Ford, and now soon to be St. Michael's. I'll be mm, getting a hold cool. of uh, Shauna Gord over there and, uh, and seeing how she can help us out, and uh, I'll make sure everybody has boxes so they can put them in. And as they get full, they just give me a call, and uh, we sweep through and pick them up and let them fill the boxes up again. You know, it's kind of funny. I, uh, we've 
donated a bunch of coats over oh, the yeah. years. Um, <laughs> we're running out of coats. To oh, donate I know. To you, but they, you know, it, it was amazing to me the first time. I'm like, well, we don't have a lot. I don't know that we have. Started going through. We had at least five or six that nobody had worn oh, yeah. in months and, you know, or even years. I mean, it was the old coat from a year before. Yeah. They're still in great condition. Somebody can use them. Oh, sure. I mean, I always tell people, if you haven't worn a coat in a year, you're probably not going to wear it again. Exactly. You know, but, uh, but yeah, used coats always help, of course, and then um, having those new coats for the kids and maybe we're talking about kids and, uh, you know, infants all the way up through maybe junior high, even high school. Uh, so we're trying to get a, a good selection of sizes so uh, everybody can walk to school or get out the, uh, the bus and be warm. Are you, are you taking uh, monetary donations too? Absolutely. That's, okay. where, that's where the money from our corporate. Where does, where does the... Uh, uh, how are the checks made out, and where do they drop those off? The checks were made out to uh, Oliver Ford Lincoln, and the and memo right warm up Marshall County 2021, okay. and uh, we've had an account established, so all that money goes there, and all that money goes to buy new coats. Right. That's every cent of it. I think last year we had a couple hundred dollars left, and so we nice had a nice little start this year. So mm, good. But uh, we've had some individuals come in, donate twenty five dollars, fifty dollars. Uh, but most of these folks that are the drop-off I mentioned earlier, they're all, you know, corporate sponsors, and they've all supported us very, very generously. So, um, yeah, it's just, again, it's a community, community, community effort. Yeah. Now, I'm sure you have more demand for kids' coats. Absolutely. Uh, but, I'm, you know, if it's an adult coat, there's still some demand for those sure as well. Is. Absolutely, absolutely. So, and any, any schools out there, every year I hear a little more um, – Rumbling about this, you know, grade schools, uh, kids are coming to school without coats. Right. Um, please get a hold of me at Oliver Ford um, so we can connect. Um, you know, last year I think we had 15, 20, maybe 30 coats, brand new coats left over that we stored. Right. So if there's a need at, uh, you know, Boys and Girls Club, uh, grade schools, uh, daycare centers, whatever, uh, let me know what you need. Right. And we'll see if we can work things out so we can get the coach the kids need. And uh, we'll, we're very flexible. And, you know, that's a good point, too, because not everybody's going to hear this radio bit. No. Not everybody's going to see the flyer. You're right. Um, so if you know somebody, maybe they didn't hear about it, hook yeah. up with you and but you'll you'll help them. If you know somebody that, that knows somebody that one of the schools, one of the daycare centers, uh, Boys and Girls Club, spread the word. Um, they can always reach me and I'll report any mm -hmm. given time. Um, but a lot of times those those people like say didn't hear the broadcast right sure don't see the paper right not aware of the dates and what's going on so if word of mouth would help spread this community event to maybe help even more people sure do you uh do you do any uh social media plugging on this oh yes uh jennifer every year does some uh you know i'm not a facebook person uh, <laughs> uh how about tiktok do you do tiktok no That's i don't tiktok i don't ddoc i don't facebook <laughs> I, I wouldn't figure that stuff <laughs> out gosh, anyway. Gosh, your age is starting to show. <laughs> yes, it is. At least you knew what it was. Yeah, but uh, no, Jennifer uh, uh, Oliver Huyen, she does a great job of getting the information out um, on social media. And, uh, you know, I'm, I guess I, like I dated myself, I'm a little old-fashioned. <laughs> I still like uh, reading papers and, and talking on radios about things, but uh, social media certainly reaches out to a lot of people. So. That's, uh, and, he's, and he's younger than I am. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Well, I'm not that much younger than both of you, and I'm a TikTok addict, so yeah. uh, thank you for that. A couple of things real quick. Uh, Fraternal Order Police, uh, post-195, they always support us with hats every year. Um, some of the other folks, uh, they're carpet donors, Johnson Danielson Funerals Home. Uh, Who's your old wheels? Donates uh, hats and gloves every year. The UPS store, 
Uh, Lisa out there gives us boxes so I can bring to everybody. Uh, Jim Exaver and his wife will clean coach at a discount. Uh, so if it's something that needs cleaned, take it down there, charge you two or three bucks, whatever it is, and he'll clean it up for you. And you can just leave him there. Just say, hey, donate to the Workmaster County. And every Monday when uh, Scotty runs down there to pick up laundry and stuff like that, he'll just pick them up. So just a simple drop off and leave him there. Uh, $5 cap at Del- Delta New uh, chapter, uh, what I'm president and press president of. Uh, we started donating some money this year. Uh, American Tainers, uh, Mike Isbin. DAC Enterprises, Danny Kripe came through again for us this year. Uh, American Legion is going to come through, both of us under their, I think it's the uh, disabled American side and then also the uh, auxiliary side always cool. help us out. Cool. And I already mentioned uh, Bellman, uh, Beacon Credit Union, WCCA, First Source, Pilot News. Uh, so it gets a, it, it, this list grows each year. Yeah. I have more people approach me saying, hey, can we help be a corporate sponsor? So, um, again, that's, that comes down to what kind of community we live in. Sure. It's incredible. So. I think it's cool they get the hats and gloves with it too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because that's gloves, that's part glo- of it. Gloves and gloves. Yeah. Gloves are. Yeah. Yeah. See, you know, I I was, my parents hated me. I always lost gloves. <laughs> I mean, I. It, I mom didn't have a pair of idiot mittens for you. I yeah. tell you, well, that you know, happened. You can talk in your hand and listen to you with, with your other hand in the ear. With the yarn that went, yarn that went yeah. up the yeah. sleeve. Yeah, that's the what called, up the sleeve and yeah, connect, that's why called idiot up. mittens. I <laughs> I finally had some yeah. of those. Yeah. Um, but you know, finally, I started learning if you if you stuff them in your hat, yeah. when you put it in your sleeve, because that's where we yeah. stored everything, so we wouldn't lose it. Everything stayed together with the coat. But yeah, yeah I would lose gloves all the time. Yeah. But of course, and you guys know what I'm talking about. Sure, you had to have gloves. I had to have gloves. You couldn't have mittens because you couldn't mm-hmm. shoot a basketball. In no, mittens. <laughs> so had to have had, gloves. Had to have gloves. <laughs> so yeah. Especially if she was nearby, because if you weren't wearing them, you got yelled at. Um, so anyway, I think it's great that, that, that they donate those to go with it, because yeah. it is part of the whole thing. Um, so we start today yep. with the collections. And that goes on for about three weeks. And mm-hmm. then um, we'll uh, be setting coats up and coat racks uh, a couple of days prior to distribution dates of the 20th and 21st. And please, at 10 o'clock a.m. on Saturday 20th, be there. Uh, Let's talk about setup day too, because that takes a lot of work. Oh yeah, it? I usually spend um, a couple of weeks, three four days a week, setting up coat racks and uh, hanging coats, and yep. and a lot of volunteers, and even dollar for it. Are they all? Are they all by sizes? We try to. We try as to, much as possible. Yeah, much as possible. We try to separate girls and boys, uh, and small up to bigger sizes. Yeah. Try to make it a little more convenient for people to find the area they need to go right away, so we can keep the process moving. Sure. But a lot, of the guys, a lot of the sales staff from Oliver Ford, I know Missy helps me every year. Um, they come down, they help me hang up coats. And it takes a while to, hang, to, to yeah. set up, you know, 15, 20 coat racks. And then right. you've got a pile of used coats, and you've got to hang them, and then you got to figure out where they go. So uh, a lot of my days off during this time of year are spent <laughs> down at the armory. So, But that's okay. And you know, I enjoy doing it because uh, when you see the faces of some of these parents and kids on yeah. that, those particular days and distribution days, it just, it's all worth it. Yeah. It is totally all worth it. So. I, got a, I got a question. You know, you've used, you've used the armory now every year. Is that correct? Every year except the uh, first or second year. So we've used them for at least 21 years. Okay. Uh, I One of my next-door neighbors posted up on Facebook. He is local guy getting deployed to Jordan. He I think he left yesterday. And he's based out of the Rensselaer 
Mm-hmm. Have you ever had any issues where they've been deployed out there and you've had any problems with the armory or anything? Well, we, a few years yet, 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 not yet. Sure. A few years ago, we had them when there were some. You know, it was prior, uh, maybe a year or two after nine eleven. Um, security was very tight. At the oh, time. I imagine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And there was a lot of protocol that we had to follow. Um, had to have an extra guard there because yeah. they, they couldn't allow people down towards the weapons room. And, and well, it was that, you know, I remember that during uh, the tail end of Vietnam when you know everybody was they were bombing stuff up and yeah. and the whole bit. And uh, a lot of National Guard armories got broke into yeah. just simply for the weapons. And I don't know, I have no clue, you know, anything anymore. But at one time, that was, man, there was a lot of uh, terrorist organizations that just simply broke in, you know, and... And I, that anyway, curiosity just got the best of me, and I just was, yeah. curi- you know, wondered but, if you guys... you know, know, right in that last, you know, last 10, 12 years, it's been very smooth, and yeah. everybody that's that's uh, on active duty at the, at the Guard, always very supportive, uh, get me in when I need to. Um, so the Army, the, the whole group out there of um, people I want to thank for their service. Right. Yeah. Um, do a great job to help us out. I was going to say, the fact that they still let you come in there and do that when they were probably on pretty high alert yes. yeah. says something about you yep. know their involvement in the community as sure. well. Sure, absolutely. absolutely. And I, thought, I think that's kind of cool. Um, anyway, the uh, 25th today through November 17th, you can donate um, Beacon Credit Union, Belmont Oil, First Source Bank, these boxes are gigantic you bring in, Yeah, too. I bring some. You know, Lisa gets me some nice, big, heavy yeah, boxes from UPS. They are huge. Uh, we have one in here. That's how I know. Uh, Oliver Ford, obviously, you got – hopefully you'll have the van soon. <laughs> yeah, we'll have something out there. <laughs> Pilot News, uh, Joel Schumacher, Family Medicine, also at the Armory. Uh, if you want to have it clean, pay a couple of bucks, go to X Savers. They'll take care of it for you. Absolutely. Jimmy's, Jimmy and his wife do a great job for us. Um, so those are your collection points. And then on the Saturday the 20th and the 21st, the 20th is 10 a.m. to noon. And then the 21st, noon to 2 p.m. But your suggestion is get there on Saturday. Get there on Saturday. Yep. Um, now they still have to wait outside. You can only let so many in so at many a time. in a time. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's uh, we it's we we were in the gymnasium, but we have everything set up on the concrete side of it. Uh, we try to keep uh, people off the gymnasium floor, you know, from running around. But uh, it's it goes smooth. It, sure, it always does and always will. And um, maybe here pretty soon we'll be crossing twenty thousand codes. So. Well. Be here before you know it. Yeah. You're right. Um, So if you want to donate, you can go to any of those places. Uh, Once again, uh, gently used. I mean, if if it's got holes in it and stuff like that, you know, that's not really what they want. Um, And then they'll hang them up, take care of them. Absolutely. Everything will be ready to go on that Saturday. Um, And once again, monetary, you're fine with that, too. Absolutely. We have a lot of individuals and, of course, the corporations I mentioned that uh, donate very handsomely towards the drive. Allows us to buy these new coats. Right. Um, so uh, it's, you know, I, I guess that one day maybe we'll have enough donations we can buy new coats for everybody. Well, you that never, would be you, cool. You never know. But uh, um, Now, Walmart is where you get those, correct? Walmart's where we get them. And Jason Haynes out there, the Walmart manager, he works with us every year, and he opens up two or three separate checkout counters strictly for us. And we'll have a lot you of don't, them. You don't have to self-checkout this year? No self-checkout. 
Yeah, he'll open up some registers. We have a lot of our volunteers, um, you know, from Beacon and First Source and Oliver Ford. Um, we all go out there and shop together, and it's kind of fun. Uh, yeah. The gals like picking out the girls' coats. Oh, you know, yeah. and I like picking out the girls' coats because I've ever had nothing but girls. So, <laughs> so, so you're capable. So that's, so, that's, so that's what happened up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, no, it's Jason takes great care of us, and he usually helps us out uh, a little bit with the pricing, which always is, means a lot to us. Enables us to buy as many coats as possible from our donations. And, um, again, just a wonderful community. I can't say enough about this community. You know, what you guys are doing today, getting the word out. Um, Pilot's helping us with, uh, with some print. So, um, please, yeah. donate a coat if you can and show up early on the 20th. And spread some word of mouth. If spread you, the word. Yeah, Grade schools, daycares, you name it, spread the word. Like we've said, you know, somebody, uh, um, yeah. Somebody uh, may not hear this broadcast or see the paper. I mean, honestly, I mean, not everybody gets the paper. Not everybody listens to this radio station. So, You're exactly right. Um, anyway, let people know if you know somebody who uh, doesn't have a coat and let them know what's going on. And, and if you need to get a hold of Steve, you can get you at Oliver Ford. Right? Absolutely. Very good, Okay, man. guys. Hey, Freddie, Rusty, thanks for your well, support. Thanks. Jamie and Kathy, all you guys, you guys do a lot to get the word out. And, um, Look forward to another great drive this year, and uh, thank you, the uh, Marshall County community. Very much. Now, uh, we have another song. Yeah, you want to take a guess at it? Well, yeah, he can, Steve, he can yeah, guess, can hang around he can take guess, guess off the air. So we'll, uh, uh, what do you want here? Uh, yeah. Um, the artist. The artist. The artist. All right. The want... artist will be on all of them today. Okay. So we want the artist here. If you if you know who is who did this song, it's a group. Absolutely. Um, give Steve, us a call. Steve will know who this is. Real easy. <laughs> well, this is an easy one. Yeah, it is. Really easy. But one. Uh, several people played this. Yeah, well, I was about to pull up another. Yeah, I, another, yeah until you looked, did yeah, you? Yeah, no, yeah. Oh, I was going to bring up the one I like. So, oh, anyway, yeah. You don't like anything I like. <laughs> I had Captain Stubby on here one, one time for a song, and he went nuts on me. Steve, have you ever heard of Captain Stubby? Uh, no. I rest ask, my ask case. Your, ask your father. Oh. I rest my case. <laughs> I rest it. Uh, you guys are just younger than I am. Yeah, yeah, okay. All right. If you know this, you you can. The rain will. I don't know. We don't have a prize, is what I'm saying. So uh, just the joy of knowing you knew it. So 936 4096. 936 4096. If you know the artist doing this song. Counters fall, that death of a life. 
right, because I have so many hands here that have to do things while we're turning, and I think I've got it. Here we go. Okay, now, uh, we have somebody willing to play our game. Caller, what's your first name? Don. Don? Okay, who is who is doing that song? Who's singing that song? I'm sorry? Ooh, no, that's not right. I'm sorry. Okay, man. Thanks. Mm, bye. Oh, you're stumping everybody today. It's a rainy Monday. Yeah, it is a rainy Monday. So, Roger Daltrey, does that bring any uh, memories? Pete Townsend, does that bring any memories? John Paul Jones, is that, you know, what are we talking about is that, here? Is that General John Paul Jones no. or just John Paul Jones? Admiral. It's not John Paul Jones from Bremen because I used to work with a John Paul Jones. And uh, Keith Moon. Oh. Members of that particular wow. group. The Who. Absolutely. Not to be confused with the Guess Who. Yes, they are different. <laughs> the Who. The guess, the guess Who were a little bit more revolutionary band. The Guess Who? Yes. They were, they were war protesters. Well, I don't think. Everybody was no, at that time. No, not everybody was. Really? Yeah. Because I happen, I I happen to watch a thing. Was it Randy one, Bachman in the guess who? I believe so. I think so too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. A lot of those guys have bounced around. You know, you got a handful of people have bounced around a lot of bands over the years. Well, yeah. Um. So anyway, uh, what was I going to tell? I was going to tell you something. I can't remember what it was. Now talking about war protesters. Uh, war, to, war, war protesters. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, I I want to follow up one of uh, one of uh, a Plymouth boys getting deployed overseas in okay, Jordan. Yeah. So, please keep his uh, and his uh, wife and family in your thoughts and prayers as he's over there. Uh, it was uh, one of my neighbors, a nice kid. So, and his name is uh, Corey Seifer. Corey Seifer. So, yeah. uh, keep him in your. In your thoughts and prayers as he goes to defend his country in Jordan, you said? There, he's going to Jordan. That's what his wife, I saw the post and messaged her. She's a she's an old, she's an old Bremen girl. Okay. So I just said, where's he going? Because I didn't know if they could, you know, could say or not. Right. She said he's going to Jordan, so. Well, and um, there's not currently a hot war there, but it is a really... <laughs> tough place yeah you know it's it's probably uh as american friendly as you're gonna find over there yeah so, but still yeah. they've had some some issues in the past well since king hussein's decade. passed away i mean yeah. a lot of stuff's changed over there yeah but uh, so. anyway so that uh, that is where he will be yep. and we will be in a break here so uh, uh time oh, for a word from our sponsors uh, i think so unless the caller is, called in and said quit talking so much read your text message our AM is experiencing difficulties. Is that the text message or no, the one from Kevin Overmeyer? I don't have a text message okay. from State him. Road uh, Ten is closed between. Flooded. Well, we got. Go flooded. ahead and tell me. I, I have no text message. There's, there's oh wait a minute. Okay, he didn't text the show. All right, my phone isn't near me, Kevin. I'm sorry. My phone is all the way across my. The thing here. Okay, let me read it. 
If you want to get my attention, hit the text that's right here in front of my... You see, because I get yelled at for not reading those texts, too. So, oh, Kevin, Kevin, Kevin. State Road is closed between State Road 331, U.S. 31, due to flooding. Wow. State Road where to where? uh, State Road 10 between 331 and U.S. 31. Big surprise there, huh? Uh, Yeah, maybe. Oh, come on, with the water and everything else out well, there? Well, I'm water, but I mean, uh, you know, that's not one of the usual ones, so to speak. Yeah, anyway, so uh, State Road 10 between 331 and U.S. 31 due to flooding. County's got a whole bunch of uh, roads listed up on the county's website. Yeah, it, well, what is the county? It's on the county website? It is. Well, this one might be now, but it wasn't earlier. Okay. So go to the county website. They have a list. They have a uh, they have a app for your phone now too. Oh, that's right. That's where that popped up and uh, popped up on mine. The app for your phone. Make yes. sure you get that. You can get all those kind of things. Listed a whole bunch of you stuff. Can, you don't yeah. have to wait on me to read a text. Absolutely. <laughs> so there you go. Oh, you to respond to a text. Uh, yeah, I know. I actually do. You respond, respond that quick when Maggie. Uh, tries to contact you when i have my phone i i don't know i'm not one of those people who has it with me all, all the, the time. time yeah i get it um i mean like right here i've got it clear over here on the other side i'm not paying any attention to it well you're getting enough uh, uh radio waves anyway from everything else oh i know i'm proud that's probably what's damaged my brain it's all the radio waves uh anyway we will take a break a word from our sponsor and we'll be right back the Belmart BP station at the corner of Michigan and Jefferson Streets in downtown Plymouth not only provides BP fuel to keep you moving down the road, but they can also keep you moving throughout the day. Some gas can cause nasty dirt deposits to build up on critical engine parts, dragging your fuel economy down and leading to unexpected trips to the mechanic. All grades of BP gasoline have Invigorator, a cleaning agent that helps defend your engine against dirt to give you more miles to the tank, and that means more easy going for you. And how about the fuel you put in your own tank? The Belmart BP station has Gatorade Thirst Quencher, two for $3.50, or the new Baya Boost. It's a Wonder Water, a plant-based energy drink, two for $4. Check out the Belmart Coffee Bar with hyper-caffeinated Jamaica Me Crazy, Blueberry Muffin, or Decaf Coffee. Plymouth Belmart BP opens at 4 a.m. for all you early birds. You want to know what's going on in Marshall County? Just reach for the Pilot News. Local government, people, and places. Since 1851, the Pilot News has been Marshall County's only daily local newspaper. So when you want to know what's happening around town, pick up the Pilot News. Call 936-3101 today and have everything in Marshall County delivered to your doorstep. The Pilot News. WTCA FM 106.1 and AM 1050 Your hometown station station. What 
us a call now at 574-936-4096 for What's Your Opinion? Now, back to Kathy and Rusty. Recognize this one? Actually, no, I have to say that. Really? Yeah. I've heard it, but I don't... You recognize the melody, don't you? Yes. See, I figured you would. See, I was flipping through my, uh, my, uh, what was it? Was it Spotify or Pandora? One of those. Found this. This is actually the original version of a, another very famous dance song. Well, I can't dance, so. Really? No. I used to like to watch a, a famous dancer, you know, Gene Gene, the dancing machine. On the Gong Show, I used to like to watch him. Okay, well, I never saw the Gong Show. Did I ever see the Gong yeah. Show? Yeah, I saw. Who didn't see the Gong Show? Well, I just, I just lost an entire folder. Really? Uh, let's see if it's. It's not. I'm gonna have to find it again. Uh, anyway. Uh, where was I? I don't know where I was. Anyway, uh, where was I? I'm trying to find it. I now I'm gonna drive myself crazy because I gotta find that. I just computers. I hate them. I hate computers. I just I I moved an entire folder of music and it's. God. You don't have a ghost in here, do you? No, what, I tell you what happened. I started it's Halloween, to, you know. And I started to double-click it. Instead of double-clicking it, I grabbed it, dropped it in some other folder, and now I'm going to have to go through every one of these folders to find it. Oh, I'm so stupid. I'm so stupid. Anyway, back to the show. Yeah, I uh, uh, was going to tell you, we got uh, a ham club meeting tonight. Oh, okay, yeah. That's why I was listening to State Road 10, because it's on State Road 10 when right. we meet. And uh, uh, a couple Saturdays ago, we the club got together, and and uh, Boy Scouts every year all across the, the world have a, a uh, uh, jamboree on the air, and we participated in it at Potato Creek State Park, and they have a big going on up there and they have different things and i think the national guard was set up there and there's a bunch of you know with stuff and and uh, they start out with a with a hike and about 10 o'clock we had we had between 10 and 2 we had about uh, 100 kids come through and got their opportunity to chat on the air some of them were very bashful and of course those were the ones once they started chatting with somebody uh, you couldn't get them off the mic you know but that's all they had fun Big smiles in their faces, and we had uh, uh, we caught the Channel Islands. Uh, we caught uh, Sierra Leone was on. We briefly, early, very early. Yeah. Uh, we got uh, Canada, Mexico. Uh, had uh, trying to think where a lot of the states. Uh, right. We even had we had a guy on North Liberty that was monitoring and pop on from time to time, and the kids, you know, the kids, kids had fun. Oh yeah. Know? And like I said, we had about uh, probably closing in on 100, 100 kids go through there in four hours. 
and that's 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 a lot of kids for four hours especially when you're that's a lot of kids anyway yeah hooking them up and uh, had a lot of fun long day uh we set up friday night and and uh, in the rain (laughs) so uh fun with that didn't you yeah we had a couple of those little (laughs) pop-up uh overhead uh whatever they call it uh I can't, I don't know. I was in a press box, so I'm not sure if it rained where I was at or not. I'm pretty sure it did, but it was, uh, yeah, it was, uh, wow. Well, they had, they had this, they had, uh, we set up a couple of the, couple of the antennas, uh, the, uh, 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 vertical dipoles and they shot a, uh, there's something they, they hook up to a tennis ball and they put it in this container and they, they pump air in the thing, and they shoot the tennis ball up over the tree limbs, and the antenna part of the antenna goes up that there, and then they they put the other end in, uh, hook it up with the tennis ball, and pump it up again, and they shoot it up through another limb up somewhere else, and it hangs down. Sure, and, yeah. You know, for the antenna, and that uh, that was the uh, um, HF antenna, but uh, everybody had a good time. It was a long day, a uh, little community service. Uh, that was the first time I'd ever actually been back in the park. Okay. I'd been to the gate once to pick somebody up, but that was the first time I'd actually been back in the what park. What park is it again? Potato Creek. Okay. I've been in there a couple of times, not very often. Well, I, you know, I, I think it's kind of funny. Uh, way way back in the day when they were trying to get uh, Doc Bowen was governor at the time, and Dick Mangus, who was the state rep up there, he... Uh, and other pe- other people up there wanted to get a state park in that area, and they put the legislation through to get Potato Creek State Park, and the uh, uh, it passed the House. It'd go to the Senate. It wouldn't go anywhere. It showed up in uh, State Senator Julia Carson, who's from Indianapolis, uh, was from Indianapolis. It would land in her uh, on her desk, and it wouldn't go anywhere. And uh, she wanted a state park in her district, too. Oh, yeah, sure. So after about a year and a half of wrangling, they decided to give in. So we got uh, Potato Creek State Park, and she got White River State well, Park. White River is a that, nice state park. It is. Yeah, it is. And that's how that all came to play up there. And, you know, I'm driving in there, and I'm thinking, gosh, I remember when this was going on, you know. Yeah. And it was a the big it was a big argument at least up here. So, um, so you know I'm going to ask you this: Did you when you were a kid were you fascinated with with ham radio? I always wanted uh, ham radio. Neighbor lady, uh, a couple of houses down, got into it. Yeah, and uh, a couple other people. I knew one guy that built a, uh, I guess you'd call it a pirate radio station. Right. And little, little with crystal, couple sure. crystals in the yeah. whole thing, and did that. Uh, it was just something, you know. I was I uh, absolutely fascinated completely with it. No, it was you know it was like that's kind of neat, you know, and all that stuff. And basically, I got into it because I saw it. They were given classes. It was posted on uh, Clyde Avery's website, right? And. Uh, and I'd been retired for a while and basically hadn't done anything. Right. And I thought, well, you know, I can do this. And uh, so I did. I have a good time. I mean, I'm not, it's not, I'm not obsessed with it or anything, but I have a good time doing it. I always yeah. thought it'd be cool to have, and the the interesting thing to me is, and, and I don't imagine it's a whole lot different, um, 
almost everybody I knew when I first got into yeah. this business had had one. Did they build their they own? Were they, did they? Some of them built their own. Some of them, a lot of them, had the handheld thing. I mean, that's it, all I've got. It, yeah. I've got. I've got two handy. That's um, all I've got. I have no base. But they base station. I just. I, I knew a bunch of guys had bases. Yeah. And they had a couple of them went to the expense of building the the big towers. Oh, that's expensive. Or really expensive. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I almost everybody I knew in this business had a, a ham. Right um, I found out when I was taking the classes that a lot of, uh, now I'm drawing a blank. Um, uh, who's the famous scientist that does the outer space stuff? It's oh, on TV. Carl Sagan? No, does he's on TV all the time now. Oh, uh, Neil deGrasse? Yeah, uh, whatever, whatever his scientific category is, uh, it's, uh, anyway... Uh, a lot of scientists in that field are ham radio operators. Yeah. A lot of them. Uh, very, very common for that. Uh, so, know, so anyway, you know, I just it's it's kind of you know it, I I kind of it's kind of neat to play around with. The other thing that I always wanted when I was a kid was a CB. I always thought that would be fun. I had one of those when I was a you know when I was going back and forth to school way back in the right. day. And uh, well, did you have walkie talkies? No. I did, and they never worked right. No, I did not. I mean, I, I did, and they never, just they just never worked. No, it was it was like I think my parents never wanted to know where I was at. I think that <laughs> was could, it. You could get like three feet away from each other and talk, and that yeah. was all it would. You couldn't. You couldn't. It was. It was. Yeah. They never worked. No, I, I just that was it's, so disappointing. It was not. You know, it was not something that uh, that I did. This is kind of something I just kind of. This is kind of my hobby thing. As yeah. a, one of the many, by the way, I'm many. But, See, uh, I, now, I wonder what kids nowadays, I mean, everybody always wanted walkie-talkies so you could talk to your friends, you know. We had a couple, night, we had, you, we had a, you know, as, as I wasn't on the radio, there was, we had uh, three radios, different radios set up. We had a digital and we had uh, one on two meter and then uh, we had a, a, an HF and, uh, but uh, I wasn't on that. I was kind of directing traffic, getting them signed in and signed up and everything and, and talking to them and talking to the parents right. a little bit. Yeah. Um, but there was, there were, you know, and I told them all, I said, you know, if you're really interested, I said, there's merit badges in this, you know, there's classes. I said, our club does classes about right. once a year if you're interested. And we had three or four of those kids were all, all set to sign up for classes. Oh, yeah. You know? I mean, they, you know, they wanted to learn a lot more about it. So, you know, it's just something else. It comes in handy when, when, uh, there's inclement weather and a lot of other right. things, yeah. So, something to do. Yeah, something to do. Uh, yeah. Uh, by the way, uh, speaking of the cold rain out there, are you uh, are you preparing for winter yet? Are you stockpiling your food in case you can't get out of the house? Are you are you yeah, a, are you a prepper hoarder on uh, that? No. Do you, no have, I, do you have fifty pounds of? dried pinto beans stay somewhere no and i i don't you know i the funniest the one of the funny ones i i saw on the uh on the interweb which is really about the only reason i get on the interweb is to see what's funny out there um basically everything is funny um well i told you you know before i i've confessed i'm a youtube affectionate oh yeah so, but this this one was like, uh, so we're gonna have a storm. So it, you should measure it on the level of of cartons of milk that you need to buy. Oh. 
I'm not yeah, a milk. I'm not a milk drinker, so that's not an issue with me. But even so. if you are, you're so low on milk that you got to go buy four of them because we're yeah. going to have a storm that might keep you indoors for ooh, I don't know, a couple of days at the worst. A couple of days, maybe. I mean, if we have a storm that's going to keep. You were part of the, you were around for the the great blizzard. 78, of, yeah. 70, 77 was bad. 78 was, was worse. I'm kind of interested as to whether or not that could actually happen again. I mean, the weather well, could. conditions could oh, no, probably. It, no, it could. It could. I'm, you, mean where are, we're, you mean where we're uh, basically. For like sh- almost two weeks. Shut down? Yeah. Well, the, the the main roads, you know, the main roads cleared out. Sure, you know, but uh, but we live in the subdivision, and it was it was a long time. I remember going down. Uh, Jeb Boomershine was my best friend. Yeah. I'd walk down to his house. We'd play poker all day and listen to music. So well, I IUSB was closed for almost a month because uh, Maggie Prickett was the mayor of Mishawaka at the time. Had the grocery store over there. Yeah. And she saw this thing coming, or one of her staff did or something, and she contracted ahead everybody that had a front-end loader or a plow anywhere in a wide wrath to clean Mishawaka up. IUSB couldn't get anybody in to clean their lots off. And there was, you know, three foot of snow and eight-foot drifts in there and everything else because... There wasn't anything available. It was already contracted. Yeah, but I'm, I'm, I guess you'd probably have to have a lot of people like that. And they had a lot of folks, you know. Yeah. Anybody who had a four-wheel drive would come snowmobiles. in. Snowmobiles. Snowmobiles. Oh, yeah. I remember riding a snowmobile to town to pick snowmobiles up a few Snowmobiles made, uh, made hospital trips for people. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. And uh, I had a friend who had a snowmobile. He came over. Yeah. Um, but the... I just wonder if it could happen again. Because oh, yeah. they, they do such a good job of keeping everything clean now. Well, Would they ever... I mean, this was a special storm. It dumped everything quickly. Well, uh, Harry Bolt was the uh, uh, weather the, the weather guy. He's the was before Tom Skilling in Chicago. Right. And I remember Harry Bolt coming on and just basically telling people up there, and you could still get Chicago TV down here in those days sure uh and just basically telling everybody wherever you're at stay there yeah and you're going to be staying there for a few days right you know this is the worst thing that ever had, had ever hit the midwest sure at least in in recorded in weather right. recorded history yeah. and uh you know i you know geez i remember piling snow taller you know taller than i was out there and stuff. oh and, snow uh, was taller than me easily but uh, yeah, you know, it could with with uh, um, the way. Well, look at what did we get in Plymouth. The uh, guy showed us uh, rain gauge three inches. Oh, three inches. That was, was west it? of town. Well, what is it? Eleven, twelve inches of snow per inch of water. I think that's what I, it is. I don't know. That's three feet right there. You know. Yeah, I'd much rather have the rain, believe me. <laughs> oh yeah, I would too. Oh yeah, absolutely. Not, snow's not. Yeah, yeah, my but I mean, animal. you know, could it happen again? Yeah, absolutely, could happen See, again. I'm curious as to whether because I and it, then and then if we if we get all the snow and then all of a sudden we get uh, one of those great northerners uh, uh, out of uh, northern Canada or Alaska off oh, the Arctic. Yeah. Of course, I don't know how much colder those are going to be because that's all melting up there now, so we may not get the the ice effect coming down, but. Uh, 
It's still going to be cold. We get slapped with that. Boy, it's pretty miserable. Yeah. I just I, I And then started... hopefully you don't have any power outages, or then you're looking at, gosh, are my pipes going to... See, I'm more worried about ice. Yeah, well, I understand that, Because ice, like you said, you get power outages with ice because it gets the wires so heavy, and then yeah. they just snap. And I'm like, you know, I could... At Am least like, in that huge snowstorm, I don't know about anybody else. We never lost power. Well, so there, there was, was power outages heat. places. There, there was, was still there heat was. in my house. Well, there was so much snow on some of these branches that, like the pine branches, right. would break and then knock the lines down. Uh, yeah, I could see it. I, you know, could we ever hap- happen again? Yeah, I just hope it's not in my lifetime. That would know. be worse. I went through one as as. Uh, been miserable to be in a house with no heat when you can't get anywhere what that would be miserable welcome to siberia back (laughs) going back to the old country you know Uh, that just i mean how would you would you build a fire in your living room i mean you know i've got a i've got a i've got a, a fireplace and i've got a wood stove insert in mine so I've had it since I moved. Now I start thinking maybe I ought to start piling up wood and get a wood stove or something. A gas log would work all right. You'd have, you wouldn't be able to ignite it with the normal way. You'd have to light a match or light a copy yeah. that pile it up and throw it in there and light it up that way. You know. Usually, when I have a story in the pilot, that's what people yeah. do with it. So yeah. Yeah, there's not a lot of bird cages left anymore. Yeah. Are there? yeah anyway. Um, I don't know why I started thinking about that when you said it, because I, I just I'm kind of amazed at how quickly they get roads open now, especially around here. I mean, they're, they're, you don't have to yeah, wait they're, they're very long. They're looking for drivers. I just saw where the I saw that you know, too. State yeah. highways looking for drivers. You know, as a matter of fact, Kathy just sent me a story. I think on email. I just caught it. My watch shows me when I get emailed. The state is having another hiring event yeah. for drivers. Yeah, they they want you at their beck. You know, they want you at their beck and call. You know, oh, you have to be available twenty four seven for these months. You know, you can't right. you can't even go to the bathroom. You know, you have to be <laughs> there unless you take the phone with you. You know. Yeah. Well, I I know that they're well, they're needing drivers in every way. Truck drivers. Yeah. Anybody's got a CDL. Well, and that's got and, gold you know, and it's, that's the other thing with the shortage of drivers. Uh, we gonna have stuff when the store shelves well that's we gotta have you gotta have milk delivered i mean you know you uh are we gonna have to are we gonna have to take the snowmobile down to uh huyens down here and uh get some fresh milk from the cow right off the cow i don't know you see that's the that's the part well have you been in the stores lately yeah there are huge gaps on the i re- well, never remember uh, being that kind uh of. i had somebody ask me about about produce at Martin's because I usually I usually go to right. Martin's because it's clo- it's just close. And well, uh, and I gotta I, and, be honest, it's better produce. Too. I it's like I like and I like this. I really like yeah. the store. And they went. Yeah, I'm just throw the names. They you know they went to Kroger's. Normally go to Kroger's, and there just wasn't a lot there. And there's one young uh, young lady who's getting ready to retire as a cashier out there, who I run into in the library quite frequently. And uh, I asked her, I said, you got, are you guys having problems getting produce? And I said, well, I understand, you know, somebody told me you didn't have a lot of stuff. And she said, well, yeah, it's not that bad. But she said, the problem is we've got establishments and I won't mention Love's Truck Stop by any name, but they will call <laughs> in 
for a huge order. Oh, yeah. And then Instacart will deliver it for them. Yeah. And they're not the only ones. And I've seen I've seen Chris Curtis from Christos in. I've actually seen him in uh, places right. getting uh, uh, a cart full of milk. And, I mean, the whole oh, yeah. cart is full yeah. of gallons of milk. And I've seen a couple of his employees several times in. And, I mean, it's almost like, uh, uh, and I've seen the, the Amish come in where they, they have a van and they have a 10 by or 8 by 20 trailer or something that's completely filled up as they walk out, you know. And that, I also. That can clean a lot of stuff. And if you would walk in just after that. Oh, yeah. And, and uh, you know, the, the normal uh, uh, working people's, you know, four, 3.30 or 4 to 7 or 7.30, right. you know. Uh, I walked into stores at uh, 8.30 at night. Well, there's nobody's, they're not stocking until the next morning, you know. Right. So it looks worse than it is. So, you know, I, I don't, don't know. know that it does because the people I talk to, and obviously my sister-in-law. Yeah, I, I talked. I talked. I've seen. I talked um, to her out there. She says she has trouble getting stuff. Well, I mean, that, there that, there are that, certain that could, things that, that they be. can't that they can't get. Be. And I heard this at Kroger guys, uh, the meat guy, told me the same thing. Yeah. You know, they had a special on something I wanted to buy, and it wasn't there. And I said, "Do you have any?" He says, "No." He says. Uh, we haven't been able to get any. He says you can get a rain check, but I can't even tell you it might be a week before we get anything in. Speaking of speaking of the meat stuff, I happened to read an article. Um, I think it was in a Sunday paper, but I, I don't remember the. You know our 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 meat companies, our meat processors. I think are all owned by overseas companies now. Uh, South America's got one. China's got one. And the the meat guys, especially uh, the cattle ranchers out in Colorado and, and Nebraska was another place. They are going together and pooling their money. And they're going to set up processing plants for their, you know, almost like a co-op, right. yeah. like a co-op type thing. Sure. But like uh, Welch's, for one, was a co-op. Uh, they're going to set these up. They're in the process of, of putting buildings up and cutting and packaging their meat and selling it locally. Yeah. You know, like it used to be right. way back in the yeah. day, you know. Sure. Before the huge process, you know, the, the, the big four came in. And uh, if you want to get in the grain side of the market, you've got Bungie and Cargill. And, you know, it's just a matter of fact, Cargill is one of the big meat outfits. Right. Uh, anyway, um, they're starting to do that. And I think... I think that's good. Uh, they get tired of not getting as much money for their uh, product on the hoof as, uh, you know, they get a dollar twenty for it. And they go to the grocery store and they buy a pound of beef and, you know, it's 10 bucks. Right. <laughs> right. So I happen to read that article. and It'll take, uh, it's going to take a couple of years to get in the, the uh get everything up and running but they're doing this and guys are doing this in different parts of the country and you know i still remember when they you know prices abattoir out here on uh, muckshaw they did that you know you back to take your cow in and back it up there's just not too many places i remember that there's not too many places left that still do that around there's some not very Uh, many no there aren't there aren't very many Uh, but used to be one place in Wyatt used to do that uh they're done uh i think martin's over in wakarusa still does that but but he he was one of 
10 brothers and I think the other nine farm and they run a lot of their cattle and hogs in right through his place but it's just not not as much well you can't you know say you can't do enough volume to make any money but well if 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 you're uh, uh what do they call it uh uh vertical integration in the business world i don't I think that's you know where you have this and then you, get, you know you you buy the next step and you buy the next well ford ford was real big on that when they over the years with their uh, automobiles Okay. Well, I don't know. Buy the metal processors, and they buy you know whoever. Oh yeah, buying everything that. Well, yeah, but no, but they, they would buy the companies yeah. that, that did that. Yeah, it's basically it's what the cattle guys are doing. Instead of buying a processor, you know, they're starting one sure. up. You know, that's the the gist of the whole thing. So, well, you get better get better money for it because you take out the middleman. Well, a chunk of the middleman, yeah. a good chunk, of, and, and you know you're keeping uh, the the. Uh, your supply chain's much closer to the market too, I think. Uh, and and a lot of this stuff still goes back to this just in time crap that uh, got thrown out uh, twenty years ago. You know, oh, we, you know, we don't want anything on the shelves. You don't like that, do no, you? No, I do not. I've I've seen. I have. You know, I have sat there and I worked at a place that would not, and by far not the only place around. You know, they wouldn't have any repair parts in there. And they'd have a piece of equipment sitting down for two or three or four days till they got something. And they thought they were, you know, you know, the bean counter said, well, look, we're saving money. Well, how much is it costing you? Well, that thing's sitting there not producing anything. You know, and you're still paying me X number of dollars, even though I'm not running that piece of equipment. You Keeping know? your overhead down. Uh, <laughs> but I, I, I just, I, you know, I just, I, I think that, and, and They've all, the whole world's gone to just-in-time crap. Oh, you know, yeah. You know, so. Yeah. Um, Not as bad as it used to be, though. It used to be uh, materials. You couldn't have any material. Yeah. Yeah. You couldn't have any inventory or material on the floor yeah. at the end of the month. Because you had to do an inventory and pay tax yeah. on it. Yeah. So. Well, anyway, that, we, that's going to that's gonna change. Yeah. We've got a, we've got a uh, song to Let's do. Let's go. Let's do a song. Now, what are we, we're after the artist here. Absolutely. This is, I would know this, but only, well, I'll, I'll talk about it later. Anyway, if, uh, it's a tough one. I oh, think, no, it's not. I think it is. I think it is. Well, it's just before your time. That's why oh, it's yeah, a tough it's one. Oh, yeah, well before my time. Uh, we very famous. Wanted, we very, want, very famous in its day. Uh, and very famous person singing it. Yes. So uh, if you know the person singing this song, give us a call, 936 the prize is you get the glory of winning.
Okay, we, uh, I think we have somebody who is going to, uh... This is your ringtone on your phone, isn't it? Not really. Okay. Uh, caller, I need your first name. Corrine. Corrine. Okay, do you know who's singing that song? Uh, Connie Francis. Oh, Absolutely. You Congratulations, a winner. winner. You, you, get the, the, you get the pride of knowing that you were a winner. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, did you happen to see the movie this came from? Uh, no, I didn't. No. I, I was going to say, I've heard of the movie. I had, the song yeah. is not as familiar to me, but it yeah. is. there was a movie like this. Uh, it took place in Fort Lauderdale, yeah, I, I believe. I, I thought you were old enough to remember her. Me? Yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. No, after we went to the song, I, I told him, I said, his mom and dad probably guessed this on the first two or three this notes. This was in their era. That was in their era, oh pretty goodness. much. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm not quite that oh. old. I, I feel like it sometimes, but I'm, <laughs> I'm not quite there. <laughs> okay, well. Hey, thank, thanks thank for, you. Thank thanks you for, for playing thank our Thank you for playing. Yeah. Well, we know, okay, we, have one, we, know we have one listener out there. Yeah, today, at least so, one. Yeah. <laughs> okay, bye now. Thank bye. you. Bye. Green. Had the right answer. First okay. right answer of the day. Yeah, I thought I was going to uh, have a hat trick there for a bit. You were close. I didn't, even have, I didn't even bring a hat with me to throw in, you know, throw out on the rink. Uh, no, you didn't. Wow. I learned where that phrase came from. Hat trick? Yeah, but I don't remember. Well, it was attributed to hockey, uh, but I yeah, don't but know. Yeah, but it was before that. I forget what where it came from. But anyway, uh, it was it was before the uh, when they used to throw the squid or whatever it was out in the hockey arena. Why somewhere. did they do that? I don't know. I have no idea. <sighs> I, why? I'm surprised they, they don't do arrest them for littering. Well, that's that's cruel. Why would you throw an animal out on the? Well, maybe they had uh, maybe PETA was out there I protesting at a hockey game. So. Uh, somebody wants to know if we heard predictions of an abnormally bad winter. I have. How about you? Uh, I don't know how seriously I take them, but I have uh, a, a little bit. And I thought it was uh, moisture. Not was it moisture? Not winter. Uh, uh, I'm not temperature. sure. I'm not sure. You know, nobody was really sounding the you know the alarm. Right. Like, oh my, the world's ending. You know, the world's. Usually, we hear the sky that. is falling. The sky yeah. is falling. But I have heard that the almanac predicted that it was going to be more snow and colder. And I've heard, I don't know if it was from a meteorologist or not, but I know that the almanac, old farmer's almanac or whatever it is, yeah. had predicted it. But it seems to me like it always predicts a worse winter than the one before. Every well, year. Well, at some point they'll get it right, you know. It's like it's like it's like the guys predicting that the the, the stock market's going to crash. You know, at some point in time, enough, there's guys that have been doing that for years and you know, they get lucky once in a while and it crashes and you know, it's just it's You know, the the best prognosticator I ever knew was Doc Fod anyway, but he's not around anymore. <laughs> Thanks for bringing that up. Um, we're going to get out of here, so why don't we do some birthdays. Uh, if you hear your name, going to wish you a happy birthday. You're going to be in the birthday hat. I think you have a birthday. I have a birthday today. Not you personally. Not but- me. No, no, no. Bill Langdon is on the gravy train now. <laughs> he turned 65. <laughs> Welcome to Medicare, Bill. <laughs> 
Happy birthday, Bill. And also happy birthday to Don York. Uh, 87 today. Wow. Don, happy birthday I won't to you. See that. I won't see that age. You are, ah, I'm almost missed. You are in the hat. You're eligible for our prize on Friday of four cupcakes from La Desert. Oh, wait a minute. I'm going to take Don out of there for a minute because I've got to do something. Oh. Um, so, Don, I'll put you back in as soon as I get rid of the birthdays from last week. I haven't Oops. dumped in the trash yet. So, happy birthday to you guys. You're eligible. Four cupcakes from La Desert Cafe. Also, free small drink from the Coffee Lodge. Uh, you have a few days left. Friday, we'll have a drawing for 50 bucks from Deaton Clemens Van Gilder Funeral Home for our anniversary couple. And today, going in the hat, there's a belated anniversary. It's okay. If you, got, if you forgot to get it in or whatever, belated anniversary. Maybe they is forgot fine. their anniversary. J- well, that happens, <laughs> doesn't it? I, I would imagine, not to me, though. I always remember. I do. I always remember. On that day or before? On it. Actually, okay. before, actually. Right. Jennifer and Blaine Vermilier. 11 years today. Vermilier? Vermilier. That says Vermilier. Okay. So, Jennifer and Blaine, happy anniversary to you. You're in the anniversary hat. And you're eligible for 50 bucks on Friday from Deaton Clemens Van Gilder Funeral Home. If you're the winner of our lucky drawing, we don't have anything in the trading post. Get something. Go to your basement. Grab the first thing you see. Bring it upstairs. Say, I'm selling it. Or Good idea. For a dollar, just get yeah, rid of it. Just give it away. Declutter before winter. Yeah, there you go. Send it to us. We'll uh, give you four days for free on that. Uh, and that's Trading Post for today. That is absolutely everything I have. You got anything? Uh, recap in the coat drive real quick. Yes, let's do that. Um, it is, hang on. I got to do something first. All right, it's, it's it is, uh, 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 I to, just had this in front. Of, oh, here it is. Um, you can start donating coats now. Do it now. Uh, October 25th through November 17th. Uh, collection spots are Beacon Credit Union, Belmont Oil, First Source Bank, right here at the radio station, Oliver Ford Lincoln, uh, the Pilot News, Dr. Joel Schumacher's uh, office, and the Armory National Guard. Uh, get them in there. They will uh, take them out to the Armory on November the 20th from 10 a.m. to noon. And then again, Sunday, November 21st from noon to 2. And uh, if you need a coat, need a winter coat, just go out there and you will be able to pick one up. They take money donations too, correct? They do. Yeah. Money donations. Get a hold of Steve Kaiser at Oliver Ford. Help keep a kid warm this winter. Exactly. So that's coming up. And so we're asking you to make your donations. That's, uh, that's all I got. You got anything else? Uh, not really. Other okay. than it's raining out. It's uh, raining. Yeah. It's supposed to keep raining. Good for but us. we have a going out song to oh, we hear do? that. Oh, yeah, I we do. I forgot about that. What did you Oh, uh, the Beatles. Here Comes the Sun. Oh, yeah? Oh, you did forget. Good choice, man. Yeah, I thought so today, too. That is a, that is a good choice Actually, for today. It is. I think it's supposed to kind of be sunny tomorrow, isn't it? Yeah. I don't know. We'll find out. I'll take a look at the weather report. Well, thanks for uh, inviting me uh, to the hallowed halls of wtca thanks for helping out man. is this the, is this now called the ken kunzi studio <laughs> i don't know we, i'll call it the ken kunzi studio there you go then, so. very good have if a good day if we can have rita price we can have ken kunzi <laughs> have a good day we'll be back at nine kathy will be in tomorrow so oh. uh, make sure you tune in
106.1 and AM 1050. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. Microsoft has just issued a new warning about Russian hackers. The company says the same people behind last year's SolarWinds breach are still targeting the global supply chain and cloud service resellers. CBS News tech reporter Dan Patterson. Attacking that supply chain, attacking those software components, means that attackers like Nobelium can sneak in and then have persistent connections to hundreds or even thousands of different companies and government organizations.